0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Lucid. Enabling knowledge when you need it most. Providing access to one of the world's largest pool of survey respondents. Helping brands, businesses, and agencies understand their target audiences. Get started at luc.id.
1: Did you know that there are 72 stairs up to the Philadelphia Museum of Art? But Rocky Balboa only ran up 70. 70. That's right, he jumps the final two. If that kind of compelling information is right up your alley, then get excited, because Ask Me Another is coming to Philadelphia. We'll be recording an episode at the Keswick Theatre on February 24th. Tickets and information on how to be a contestant at amatickets.org take ask me another and more with you with the npr1 app npr1 finds the best from public radio and beyond national and local stories many of which have nothing to do with politics and your favorite podcasts npr1 is ready to make your commute waiting in line or waiting for a friend better find One on your app store We have a great show for you. Four brilliant contestants are here to play our nerdy games. They're waiting backstage memorizing facts and just in case memorizing alternative facts. <laughs> and our special guest is Zazie Beats, who plays Vanessa on the Golden Globe winning show Atlanta. And the episode that's centered on her character has been hailed as particularly riveting as it has a eight minute long scene of two female characters having real conversation with each other, which I both applaud and think, like, my God, it's 2017, like, wow, what's next, equal pay? (laughs) We'll be talking to Zazie a little later in the show, but now let's meet our first two contestants. They'll play a game where we turn comedies into tragedies. And no, we're not reading today's news. First up, Evan Halperin on buzzer number one. You work in market intelligence for architecture and engineering firms. Welcome. Hello. That's the kind of job you can work from home I on, do right? work from home. Okay, so what are some tips you can give people who want to work from home, but they're afraid that they will not be productive?
0: I guess one benefit is you don't have to
1: wear pants. Okay, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one way to be productive. <laughs> I, don't, I don't
0: know if that actually helps your productivity, but...
1: Your opponent is Katie Williams on buzzer number two. Hello. You work at a small design company. Welcome. Thank you. Katie? Yes? You're six feet tall. I can tell from standing next to you. <laughs> but you tell people that you're 5'12". Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
2: 5'12 is like a lot more appealing. And it kind of catches people off guard.
1: So you were, you were even a little embarrassed to tell your boyfriend how tall you were? Yeah. I'm uh... So I met him on
2: Tinder, which I know is a really bad thing now. It's no, like it's really not. sketchy. Bumble is the thing now, but back in my day, Bumble didn't exist yet. Yeah, back in uh, my
1: day, you sat at a bar and you looked at the closest person you could stand to look at. <laughs> All right, Katie and Evan, the first of you who wins two of our games will move on to the final round at the end of the show. Let's go to your first game, Katie. Did you know you can take any comedy and turn it into a tragedy by saying the plot in reverse? I do now. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) We're turning Judd Apatow into Darren Aronofsky.
0: For example, if I said a young boy becomes distant from his father and decides to spend all of his time with interlocking bricks, your answer would be The Lego Movie.
1: Here we go. After falling in love with a coworker, a weatherman lives the same day over and over, becomes more and more of a jerk, and winds up alone. Evan. Groundhog Day? Yeah, that's right. Exactly.
0: A foul-mouthed toy bear causes so many problems that its owner goes back in time to wish it would die. Katie. Ted. That's right.
1: Two dudes meet Neil Patrick Harris on the way home from their favorite slider joint and then stop smoking pot. What a lovely story. Katie? Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Yes, that's right. Now that is a tragedy. Yeah, it's a very sad story.
0: Very sad story.
1: A nun changes
0: the lyrics of My God to My Guy leaves the convent to become a lounge singer, and witnesses a murder. Evan. Ghost? No, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Katie, do you know the answer?
2: Sister Act?
0: That's
1: right, Sister Act. I know. And then as punishment, she ends up on The View. (laughs) Two unemployed guys take $200 from a drug dealer in South Central... Say hello to Felicia, and end the day people-watching on the front porch. Evan. Friday. Yes, that's correct. Two guys in suits and
0: sunglasses kick out the members of their band one by one, returning one to his wife, Aretha Franklin, and then drive to an Illinois prison. Katie.
3: The
2: Blues Brothers.
1: You got it. I guess in that version, they're on a mission from dog.
0: I'll allow it. I'll allow it.
1: Thank you. A Scottish nanny removes her big fake boobs and reveals he's a struggling, irresponsible actor, then marries the mother of his charges. Evan. Mrs. Doubtfire. That is correct.
0: This is your last clue. The middle-aged man becomes celibate, starts collecting action figures, and grows in his chest hair. Evan. 40-year-old virgin. That's right. Mm -hmm. Let's go to our puzzle guru, John Chinesky,
4: to find out how our contestants did. Well, we have a tie. Yes, we do. So we're going to go to a tiebreaker, and here it is. A construction worker puts a destroyed printer back together and becomes a bored software engineer who hates filling out SPT reports. Evan? Office space. Office space is right. Congratulations, Evan, you're one step closer to moving to our final round. So in our next game,
1: we're gonna find out what our show would sound like if it were auditioning for Oliver. Katie, can you do any accents? Well, I was gonna say I can do a British one. But... Okay, let's hear. Let's hear. Just say uh, hello. My name is Katie, and you know this, this show is a bit dodgy. How about that?
3: Hello, my name is Katie, and I think this show's a bit dodgy. Yeah, I I like it. I like it. Very good. So embarrassing. It's great. It's great. Evan,
1: can you do any accents? Not well, no. No.
0: I'm thinking that maybe I should learn Russian and maybe do a Russian accent. Might might get me somewhere now. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, Evan. Just planning
1: some strategy? (laughs) All right, well, listen up, Anglophiles. It's time for a trivia game we call Lemon Tart Smart, and this is all about
4: Cockney rhyming slang. Puzzler John Chinesky, what is that? Cockney rhyming slang is where you replace a common word with a seemingly unrelated phrase. The last word of the slang rhymes with the word it's replacing. For example, the slang for the word smart is lemon tart. Smart rhymes with tart.
1: So I'm going to read sentences that end with the Cockney rhyming slang, use the context clues to buzz in and tell us what the phrase means in American English. Evan, you won the last game, so you win this. You'll go to the final round. Katie, you need to win this, or you'll be brown bread, which is Cockney rhyming slang, for dead.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we have to murder you if you don't do.
1: We've changed the stakes it was worth of the it. show. Yeah, it's, been. <laughs> it's worth it. It was so worth
0: it. <laughs> totally worth it.
1: Okay, here we go. I drank one too many pints while I sat at the near and far. Evan. Bar? The bar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In the Philadelphia Museum of Art, you'll see a still life with flowers and fruit. But as Rocky Balboa will tell you, you don't need to go inside the museum to see 72 apples and pears.
4: Rocky Balboa famously... Evan. Uh, What's going on? Bear. (laughs) Bear. Bear. Bears? No, no, no. no. Katie, you remember
0: when he had to, he had the box against <laughs> that bear? <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> Katie, can you steal stairs? Stairs? Yeah. Yeah. Evan's like, oh, that makes so much more sense than
0: bear.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's your next one. Dr. Ruth, Dan Savage, and Mallory Ortberg all make their living dispensing. Lumps of ice. Katie. Advice? Yeah, that's right. Most of the advice is on what to do with my lump of ice. (laughs) About one in four American men, age 25 or older, have never had a trouble and strife. (laughs) Katie, ringing in quick on this one. What do you got? A wife? That is correct, I'm afraid. What did you think of that question there, John? I don't have any
0: opinion about it. I think uh, wives are great.
1: (laughs) Here's your next one. Craps is a game where you bet on the roll of rats and mice. Katie. The dice. Yeah, that's right. I haven't been out for a ride in a while. In my basement, there's a bunch of cobwebs on my clever mic. Evan?
0: Bike? Exercise bike?
1: I'll go with your first answer. I'll go with your first answer. But I like how you decided to get more specific, just in case. All right, this is your last clue. According to Starbucks, the drink that demonstrates the height of our barista's craft is Al Pacino. Katie? Cappuccino? Yes, say hello to my little venti. Puzzle Girl John Chinesky,
4: how did our contestants do? Well, in this case, Katie was our steak dinner, our winner! Yeah! We're tied one game apiece, so it's time for a quick game three. I'll give you a category, and you'll go back and forth, naming things that fall into that category. The first contestant to mess up by either giving a wrong answer, repeating an answer, or taking too long will be eliminated. Buzz in to answer first. Name the 13 provinces and territories of Canada. Katie, you're first. <laughs> we just need one right now from you. Come on, guys. Quebec? Quebec is right. Evan? Alberta? Alberta's correct. Katie?
2: Nova Scotia?
4: Yes, Nova Scotia. Evan? Ontario? Ontario's correct. Katie? The
0: look on Katie's face is remarkable. Oh my God! Remarkable. This is so embarrassing.
4: <laughs> Three seconds.
3: As uh, d- d- Montreal is <laughs> oh, not a no, it's, it's not. a city.
4: <laughs> the other answers were British Columbia, Manitoba, New Brunswick, Newfoundland and Labrador, Northwest Territories, Nunavut, Prince Edward Island, Saskatchewan, and Yukon. Thanks, Katie. Sorry to see you go. Congratulations, Evan. You're moving on to the final round. <laughs> Coming up, we'll
1: find out who will face off against Evan in our final round at the end of the show, and Jonathan Colton will parody your 28th favorite Beatles song. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and you're listening to Ask Me Another from NPR. (laughs) Support for Ask Me Another and the following message come from HelloFresh, the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking fun, easy, and convenient. HelloFresh sources the freshest ingredients, measured to exact quantities needed to eliminate food waste, along with step-by-step recipes for delicious meals designed to take 30 minutes to make, and everything is delivered in a special insulated box for free. Ask Me Other listeners can receive $35 off their first week of deliveries. Just visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code ANOTHER35 on your first purchase. Support for this podcast comes from Simply Safe, an award-winning home security company. Their system uses an arsenal of wireless sensors and has 24-7 professional monitoring. Plus, you pay by the month and never get tricked into a long-term contract. Simply Safe has no installation costs and no hidden fees, so you can protect your home and family the smart way. Right now, listeners of this podcast can get $200 off the Simply Safe Defender package only if you go to simplysafenpr.com.
0: This is Ask Me Another, NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. I'm Jonathan Colton, here with puzzle guru John Chinesky. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
1: Thank you, Jonathan. Before the break, our contestant Evan won his way to the final round. At the end of the show, we'll find out a little later who he will face off against. But first, it's time for a game we call Mystery Guest. A stranger is about to come on stage. Jonathan Colton and I have no idea... Who this person is or what makes them special,
4: only our puzzle guru,
1: John Chinesky, does.
4: That's right. You and Jonathan will have to ask yes or no questions to figure out our mystery guest's secret. Mystery guest, please introduce yourself.
3: My name is Maddie Joyce, and uh, I have a hobby that many women do not, or most women do not.
4: Your job is to figure out what that hobby is. Ophira, you ask the first question. I don't
3: know why this came into my mind, but
1: I'm just going to say it. Are you a blacksmith? No. All right.
4: (laughs) Worth a shot. (laughs) It's a great hobby, though. (laughs) It's some kind of heavy startup. I
1: don't know.
0: Maddie, is your hobby uh, related to uh, the arts? No. No.
1: Uh, Maddie, does your hobby include physical exertion? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, Is it a. You're nodding your head like maybe not so much.
3: Kind of, Technically, a
0: bit. you have to
4: move around. Yes, yes.
0: Is, it a, is it a
3: sport of some kind?
4: It can be. It not can not be. typically thought of as a sport, no. Okay. No. Can you do it competitively? It, you can. You can add a competitive aspect to it, but uh, better think about other things, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you have to be outside to practice this hobby?
1: Yes. Uh-huh. You have to be outside. Yes. Does it require using your hands? Yes. Is your hobby um, season-dependent? No. Uh, uh, uh,
0: do, you, do you need a lot of space to do this
1: hobby? Yeah. Yeah? Are you uh, racing cars? No. Okay.
0: Are you throwing boomerangs?
3: No.
4: Maddie is usually very high, not very high, but high up when, when she's doing this.
3: Are you flying? I am not flying. You ah. are not flying. But you are in the air. I am on a structure
1: High in the air. Is it like a condo that is almost finished?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Okay. Are you climbing buildings? No. Yeah. Are you a sniper? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no.
0: Are you a window washer just like a hobby as a no, hobby no. for fun?
4: <laughs> She's on a rooftop. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, people in Brooklyn. This is like a really I Brooklyn thing. I know what thing. it
0: is. I know what it is what? now. What? Ah. Are there birds involved? Yes. There are, there you are.
4: A, are you a pigeon
1: keeper?
3: Yes. Yes, very ah! good.
4: <laughs> Let me explain. Uh, Madeline works for Duke Riley, the artist behind the Fly-By-Night art project, which involved over 2,000 pigeons with LED lights attached to their feet flying over the Brooklyn Navy Yards. Now, after the project ended, they've got about 300 pigeons left over, and she's taking care of them.
1: That's amazing!
0: I have a a question. You said there were a couple of thousand, and they have 300 left over? (laughs) Well... (laughs) They didn't make it. They took those LED they lights and
4: they were it. like, see, <laughs> later. free lights, let's get out of here. <laughs> free lights. I've always well,
0: wanted so this. I, I've always been fascinated by this because sometimes, this is a thing that you see sometimes in Brooklyn, it's a weird thing unless you know what it is, but sometimes you'll see somebody standing on a roof and they're waving a flag and there's a giant flock of pigeons sort of circling the yes. building and you're like, what are all those birds doing? And the answer is, what? What are they, what are they doing? They're exercising them or just Yeah, like-
3: exercising, flying them. They, they react to the flag and they just, you know... Fly as I would normally.
1: Is it a predominantly male yes. hobby?
3: Yes. Why? Absolutely. I don't know. It always has been. Yeah.
4: Now, how it's many, messy. How it's many women have hobby. you come across in, in pigeon keeping?
3: I none. I do no. not none. know I any. Mean. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> none. Like do you name three hundred of them or you d- Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah.
3: Yeah? Okay, who's the your favorite? Who's your favorite? I I I got a lot of favorite pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: now, Maddie, like
3: who? It's a perfect Brooklyn quote. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. true.
4: <laughs> Don't Maddie, who is s- who lives with you?
3: Uh, I have a pigeon named Tofu living with me right now. Aww. Cute bird. Yeah. Tofu was raised with humans mostly, so does not really fit in with the other birds. So, oh, right? I hear that.
4: She, she think thinks that, she's Maddie. a human. <laughs> she thinks she's a human. Yeah. Were you into pigeons before you started working with Duke Riley in the no. Fly By Night Project? No, I was not. So, how did you feel about that when you, they said to you, hey, you'll be looking after these thousands of pigeons?
3: I felt okay about
4: it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I took it as it came. Yeah. And how many years have you been doing
3: this? <laughs> I've been with Duke for like five years. So, he's always had pigeons around, and I've kind of learned to. What was take the earlier project he did with pigeons? He had pigeons fly from Cuba to Key West with uh, Cuban cigars. Would you like ever give one away to
1: someone? Or you? Yeah, there... we gave a lot away I after the project was done. I think I know somebody done.
3: who would like. Just one. I, I mean, <laughs> hey, you know who to talk to. <laughs>
1: Do you uh, charge five bucks for people to come up on the roof or anything like now that? No, I will. Okay, good to know. <laughs> I set the price very affordable. Everybody, give it up for our mystery guest, Maddie Joyce. Soon, Jonathan Colton will peer into the souls of our next two contestants, so let's meet them. First up, Lori Bader on buzzer number one. You're joining us from D.C., and you work in communication and media relations for a large charity. Welcome. Thanks. Lori, you once saved your boss's life using the Heimlich Maneuver exactly one hour after your review. Yeah. Timing is everything. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get a good review? It was a pretty good review, but I think it would have been better like an hour and a half later. (laughs) Your opponent is Nicole Schirmerhorn on buzzer number two. You're starting a new job as a federal banking regulator. Welcome. Happy to be here. Nicole, your parents raised cattle, which they named after you and your sisters. What happened to those cows? Uh, They went to see Farmer George, who was Uh the butcher. Yeah. And then went into our deep freeze. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Did you eat? Yes. Really? Yes. (laughs) Was that cool? Um, I don't think we thought as much about it. There was a rooster that we really disliked, so we were happy to eat. (laughs) (laughs) So remember, Nicole and Lori, the first of you who wins two of our games will move on to our final round at the end of the show. So your first challenge is a music parody game. Jonathan Colton, take it away.
0: We took the Beatles song, I'm Looking Through You, which is a fine song, and rewrote it to be about things you can look through. I know, that's the kind of crazy stuff we do here on Ask Me Another. Clever. Buzz in to guess what I'm singing about. Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. i'm looking through you out into space i'm looking for an alien race don't need a rocket to see the stars or find a new friend up there on mars laurie a telescope telescope is correct I shouldn't do this, but here I go. Reading about things I shouldn't know. You keep it locked, but I stole the key. Your thoughts are secret, but not to me. Lori. A diary. A diary. Somebody else's. Someone else's diary, sure. Here's a tip. Don't ever look through someone's diary to find out what they think about you.
1: Yeah. Because it's never going to be like, oh, that's so nice. I just really like them and they're great in every way
0: and I have (laughs) nothing bad to say about them, which is why I'm writing about them in my diary right now. (laughs) Why, tell me, why did you edit that site? Changing those public entries so you could say that you were right. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Thank God, you
3: (laughs) buzzed in. Uh, Wikipedia?
0: Wikipedia, that's right. Nighties and garters, teddies and bras. Who knew just how much lingerie there was? I'm too embarrassed to shop the store. That's what these pages were printed
3: for. Lori. The Victoria's Secret Catalog.
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> For shame. <laughs> hey, just so you know, actually, the Victoria's Secret catalog is no longer being printed. It ceased publication. The physical and, they don't yeah, print the physical catalog. Yeah, anymore. 2016, they ended it and just have a podcast. <laughs>
0: I watched you at the station confess your crime During interrogation from in the next room the whole time Lori?
3: Uh, police camera uh, That's
2: not that's
3: what we're, not going what we're going for, looking no.
0: for, no oh. I'm sorry, Nicole?
3: Oh,
2: the mirrored glass in an interrogation room That's close enough Yeah,
0: yeah. sure Good sure. job Otherwise known as a one-way mirror. Oh, good job. Or, interesting fact, also known as a two-way mirror. (laughs) We had an argument about this during our sound check. Two-way mirror is a window. That's not a thing. (laughs) Whoever's coming up with words, cut it out. (laughs) Here we go. From Science Fiction by H.G. Wells. Claude Rains portrayed him to screams and yells. Hat gloves and trench coat, so you know he's here. If he got naked, he'd disappear. Nicole?
2: Oh, it's uh, it's something from a clockwork orange.
0: No, it is not.
1: (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) do you you know the answer? I do. The Invisible Man.
0: The Invisible Man is what we're looking for. That's fine. All right, this is your last clue. I'm at the movies with these on my nose. My depth perception just goes and goes. Immersive viewing you can't replace. Ben Affleck's Batman right in your face. Nicole. 3D glasses.
4: Yeah, you got it. John Chinesky, how'd they do? They both did great, but Laurie, congratulations. You're one step closer to the final round.
1: Your next game is what happened after Scrabble hooked up with a Russian nesting doll. Mm. Nicole, if you could hook up with any game, what game would you choose? Guess uh, Guess who? Guess who? <laughs> I like options. (laughs) Whoa.
0: Get a wide range, I guess. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. Glasses, beards, you know, the whole thing. Sure. Uh, Lori, if you could hook up with any game, uh, what game would you choose? Password. Password? And why is that? I don't know. It's just kind of a fun old school game. And we like playing it with friends after dinner. All right.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I I got what you're saying, Ice Storm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I know. You shocked Sorry, Lori. So we've got a word game for you called Words and Words. The answer to every question is a multisyllabic word followed by a word found in that word. So for an example, let's go to our puzzle guru, John Chinesky.
4: If I said, my science experiment may or may not include an electrically charged particle, you'd answer optional... Ion The word optional contains the word Ion Yep Whoa.
1: Yeah we recognize this is impossible So buzz in to answer And John Schnesky is standing by To offer any hints if you need them Lori you won the last game so win this And you're going to the final round Nicole you need to win this Or you'll be closer to loser Alright Here we go I painted a mural of Kurt Cobain's band on the side of my box-like vehicle to express my true inner self. Nicole. Nirvana Van? Yeah, that's right. Well done. Yeah. People who design and build machines or structures need to kick back every once in a while with this beverage distilled from juniper berries. Lori. Engineer's gin. Yes. Yes, That works perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. Need to retrieve a nickel-plated robot? Might I suggest attracting its metal using a special trapping device that you'd also use to catch butterflies. Nicole. Magnet net or magnetic net? Magnetic net, yes, exactly. Well done. Okay, what makes a fish lucky? If it's albacore or ahi, it just needs to avoid ending up in my lunch. Nicole. Fortunate tuna? That's right, yeah. Oh, God, the crowd is like having different reactions to this game. (laughs) It's an
0: unsettling game, that's why.
1: The lost city of Machu Picchu has been found. But that's only the beginning of the cloak and dagger secrecy of this South American mountain range. Lori. Andy's I buzzed in too soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can have a second to talk it out.
3: Cloak and dagger. The candid Andes.
4: No. No. let's see if Nicole can get any ideas. You got no. it. No.
3: No, we were looking for
1: clandestine candies. Oh. I know! Oh, the hills are alive, but they are not talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is your last clue. Do you like a range of options for getting stabbed in the back? Choose from a variety of treacheries arranged on a flat, shallow serving platter. Lori, betrayal tray? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, puzzle guru John Chinesky, how did our contestants do?
4: Well, in that one, Nicole won, so now we are tied again. It must go to a tiebreaker game. I'll give you a category. You go back and forth, naming things that fall into that category. First contestant to mess up by giving a wrong answer, repeating an answer, or taking too long is eliminated. Buzz in to answer first. Here's your category. Name the 10 federal holidays. Lori. Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King's birthday, yes. Nicole. New Year's Day. New Year's Day, yes. Columbus Day. Columbus Day is correct. Nicole. Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day is right, Laurie? President's Day. President's Day is correct, Nicole? Memorial Day. Memorial Day is right, Laurie? Labor Day. Labor Day is right, Nicole? Flag Day? Not flag day, sorry. Laurie, that means you are our winner. Sorry to see you go, Nicole. Laurie, congrats, you're moving on to the final round. The rest of the holidays were Christmas Day, Independence Day, and Veterans Day. It's settled. Our finalists are Evan and
1: Lori. They'll face off in our final round at the end of the show. If you notice the word test is conveniently located in the word contestant, come play our games on stage. Go to amatickets.org and find out how. Coming up, we're getting post global. I, Ophira Eisenberg, will talk to Zazie Beats from the television show Atlanta about German culture. And that is one of the coolest things I have ever said. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and you're listening to Ask Me Another from NPR. <laughs> Support for NPR in the following message comes from Newsy, a leading source of video news and analysis of top stories from around the world. Challenging popular opinion and asking the hard questions, Newsy highlights the day's news from multiple angles, asking why. So you can make up your own mind. Newsy delivers quick, smart, candid video news. Visit Newsy.com watch for the latest. Before we get back to the show, we have a new president here in the U.S., And as things transition, the NPR Politics Podcast is inviting you to skip the cable news hangover and get caught up with them. They'll have two new podcast episodes each week, so you will know what happened and what it means by the time you get to work or class. Whatever your morning routine, make the NPR Politics Podcast a part of it as you follow the first 100 days and beyond. Subscribe or listen on the NPR One app or at npr.org podcast podcasts
0: this is npr's ask me another i'm jonathan colton here with puzzle guru john Cheneski. now here's your host ophira eisenberg
1: Thank you, Jonathan. Soon we'll find out which of our contestants, Evan or Lori, will be today's big winner. But first, it's time to welcome our special guest. She plays Vanessa on the FX show Atlanta. Please welcome Zazie Beats. Hi. Welcome to Ask Me Another.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me here.
1: And congratulations. Atlanta won so many Golden Globes. Yeah, Two.
3: Yeah. Two of (laughs) them.
1: How drunk are people really at the Golden Globes? They're pretty shwasty.
2: Really?
3: Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
2: People are... um... There is a a time where you can eat food, but it's only, like, from 4 to 4.45, and a bunch of people are kind of coming in and doing photos, so they just miss that window. But alcohol is served all night, all the time, and given to you for free. Right. Um, And then the parties, the Golden Globes, are known to be, the like, the fun award, and there's, like, a bunch of parties. My boyfriend and I went... I don't really drink, and so I was sober, and everybody was reaching that point, oh. and so we were like, let's go home and, like, make out. <laughs> 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 so, yeah.
1: So your character, Van, is a uh, single mom wondering if her baby's father is going to make it as a rapper's manager. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, for those of you who haven't seen Atlanta, it's actually kind of a difficult series to describe yeah. uh, because it's built as a comedy. Yeah. But it really captures the day to day life of a group of characters who live in Atlanta. Now, you said yourself that you don't really see it as a comedy. Yeah, no,
2: I don't. I mean, I think that's what's interesting. We had like um, one pre screening before it premiered, and that audience was just like cracking up, kind of like like laughing and then the actual premiere was like kind of silent and (laughs) that's chilling (laughs) so yeah so but I feel that like sort of dual experience watching it and like when I watch it on my own I don't laugh that much and I kind of I'm more like in a head nodding place
1: so then you're watching it like a real comedian by the way if you (laughs) just watch it and nod your head and you're like Funny. Funny. You know, that's...
2: <laughs> Life sucks. <laughs> you know, it's like very surprising that in the first season it's gotten so much traction and so much love and particularly the Golden Globes because that's like a foreign Hollywood yes. thing and it's such an American show and very specific, niched American and so that it sort of received... Attention Attention, like attention that. is interesting. So I know yeah. why
1: I think it did but from your point of view why do you think it did? Do you think it's the performances? Do you think it's the the... What these characters... Uh, lives are, what do you think it it is that is attracting people so strongly in its first season? I think Donald is a big attraction. Yeah. Um, Donald
2: Glover. Donald Glover. And I think it's a little different than a lot of American television. Mm -hmm. And maybe this reads as a little bit more...
1: Like it's deeper. Like it's deeper, yeah.
2: and it's sort of an education on a culture that a lot of people maybe don't see the like the minutiae of their everyday, and you have sort of this one hmm. picture of maybe what black life in America looks like, but this kind of shows a nuance within right. that. Right, and, and sort of a
1: naturalistic
2: style, yeah. right? Yeah, and like a very beautiful... I mean, I think it's gorgeous um, to watch. And I'm really happy to be a part of something that I'm actually proud of. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's not always the case. So if you... It's not always the case. (laughs) I understand. I think also, like, when I watch movies, I just critique them a lot more. And, you know, I feel with music, I'm much more forgiving and like, oh, you know, he just said something bad about women. Whatever. But, like, in (laughs) movies, I feel... (laughs) I feel a lot more, this is my medium, I am responsible, I Mm. see what you did wrong. Yeah. But I think I'm much more picky in my, like, I can't do laugh tracks, I cannot. Right.
1: (laughs) Now, season two, what are you hoping to see from your character? I imagine that you have not seen where your character is going yet. No, I have no idea. I know they've
2: started writing. Donald <laughs> called me one day and was like, "What are your ideas, you know, for oh, okay. season two and stuff?" And so I like sent him this long thing of, you know, this should happen, this should happen. Um, I would actually love to see more women on the show, right? Um, like one of my favorite episodes to shoot was the one where I spent time with like her friend, and I really bonded with the woman who Aubin Wise, who plays Eliza in Hamilton in Chicago. She's fantastic, and she plays Jade. She on plays the show. Jade, yeah, in the show. And we just had we just connected, and it was very nice to have female energy. Not that there isn't in the crew, but like to work with that was just lovely. And I would love to have you know for myself that'd be really nice. Was Donald open to having
1: more uh, female talent on the show?
2: Yeah, I mean, he was just like, great ideas. So,
1: I don't (laughs) know. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Who knows? Um, You said if you, in an alternate universe, if you weren't an actor, you would be a midwife. Why is that? I love babies.
2: Um, I also have this very deep desire to become a mother. I always thought that motherhood was my highest calling. Oh, my God, it makes me emotional. (laughs) Um. I just think it's beautiful. <laughs> so, you can have my kid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know I romanticize it. I have a 10-year-old brother too and so I like know how much it can suck, but like <laughs> I just feel so influenced by that and I just love women and so and I'm a feminist and I love saying that. And so I don't know, I feel like all of, like that's all within that, you know. Yeah.
1: From, who is your dream to portray in a biopic, if you could? Oh my God. Billie Holiday
2: or Josephine Baker. Yeah. I think Josephine Baker would be so fun. But I have to also say, Billie is someone I, I play her music when I am having emotions because I feel like she gets it. Yeah, she gets it. And I feel very like this,
1: you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the tragedy dealing with uh, dealing with all kinds of tragedies. Yeah. Okay, Zazie. Speaking of Mm non-tragedies, we have a very ridiculous and fun Ask Me Another challenge for you. Okay. Are you up for an Ask Me Another challenge? Yeah, yeah. All right. (laughs) Excellent, Zazie beats everybody. Dazi, you speak German and spent your childhood summers in Germany, so the next game is perfect for you. Jonathan and I will name a German custom or cultural phenomenon, and then we'll give you two possible definitions for what it could be. You tell us which definition is correct. Okay. All right. <laughs> and if you get it off right, you get it. Ask me another Rubik's Cube. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. It's worth it. All right. So how great is your German? How would you say? Like, it's good. It's perfect. Yeah. All right. Can you just give us a little bit just so we know that?
2: Ja, yeah, na klar, ich spreche Deutsch mit meiner Familie und mein Papa und meine Mama und jedes Jahr war ich in Deutschland, das ist halt meine Zweitsprache oder meine Muttersprache ehrlich gesagt, genauso wie Englisch. Totally.
1: <laughs> okay, so here is your first German custom or cultural phenomenon. Tell us which of the two possible definitions is the right one for it. What is Griebenschmalz? Is it a spread for crackers or bread made of pork, lard, and cracklins, Mm -hmm. or is it a word for when you're annoyed at someone for being sad? It's a spread. That's right, it is a spread,
3: yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is topschlagen?
3: Topschlagen.
0: Is it a soccer move popularized in Munich where you headbutt the ball to a teammate, Mm -hmm. who also headbutts the ball, or is it a game where a blindfolded child tries to hit a metal pot with a wooden spoon?
2: I'm not very versed in soccer, but based on the word, I would say the wooden spoon thing.
0: That is correct. Yeah.
2: yeah. It means pot hitting. It's pot hitting. <laughs> Top schlocking. It <Very>. okay. <laughs> seems
0: like a cruel game. You put a blindfold on the child, and then you, he tries to hit, a, hit pot a pot with a
1: spoon. <laughs> that was me until I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about what is... Polter Abend, is it A, a tradition where you break a bunch of stuff in front of a bride's house the night before her wedding? Mm -hmm. Or is it a graphic 1963 German horror film banned in the U.S. under obscenity laws? I think it's the bride thing. Is it that? Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: yeah. Right. Do you know about this tradition? I know about the tradition. I just wasn't totally sure what it was called. But isn't there kind of like a thing here where you do that? Smash people's
1: stuff before they get married?
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, only if they owe you money.
1: (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Uh, I'm not aware of such custom. It's a little aggressive, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some of those dishes are perfectly good. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. What is a shultuta? Gifts given to a child on the first day of school, perhaps to make them feel better about having to go to school. Or a horn blown by a teacher to indicate that recess is over.
2: It's the gifts.
0: It is the gifts. You're
2: Although, right. and I don't know if this is just Berlin, it's usually called a Zucker tute which means a sugar bag. And what they do for like the six-year-olds, they have a huge cone, I guess like a cornucopia thing, yes. and just fill it with candy for the first day. And like so, Kinder like, Eggs? Like Kinder Eggs, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like this. And those. Like, ev- like Haribo, like gummy bears, stuff like that. And it's like the
1: big thing. okay. What is Schlagdenrob? Is it a one of the steps in making sauerkraut? Mm-hmm. Or is it a television show where contestants compete against a German comedian in challenges such as go-karting, badminton, and trivia? Wow. Is it the sauerkraut one? No, oh, I'm it's sorry. Rob is uh, there's a comedian named Stefan Robb. Oh, okay. And yeah, I get German, it. He's a German comedian. and <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I got it. All right. <laughs> do you know the comedian Stefan Robb? I
2: feel like I know him. I have to say I'm like, I like talk to my grandma, my grandpa. So I'm a little like culturally out of tune. Right, right. Um,
1: do you know much about uh, joke telling in uh, German? I have like one joke. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> It's a little of a long-form joke.
2: Are you going to tell it
1: in German? Oh,
2: you want me to tell it in English? I, well, I don't okay. know. <laughs> mm, okay. So there's a, a Prussian.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. okay.
1: Uh, Prussian joke. Yeah. <laughs> Zazie, you did great. You went and asked me another you know, Rubik's Cube. Zazie Beats stars in the show Atlanta on FX. Let's hear it one more time for Zazie Beats, everybody. <laughs> All right, now it's time to crown our big winner. Let's bring back our finalists Evan Halperin, who works from home and claims that he wears pants, <laughs> and Lori Bader, who saved her boss's life one hour after her performance review. Puzzle John Chinesky, take it away.
4: Laurie and Evan, your final round is called for the win. Every correct answer contains the consecutive letters W-I-N. For example, if I said buildings that Don Quixote believes are giants, you'd answer windmills. Now, the letters W-I-N may come anywhere in the answer and may not necessarily be pronounced win. We're playing this round like a penalty shootout. You'll each get up to eight questions. The contestant who scores the most points will be our big winner. Your prize is an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube signed by Zazie Beats. We flipped a coin backstage, and Lori, you will begin. The musical family containing clarinets, oboes, and saxophones, but not trumpets. Woodwinds. Woodwinds is correct. Evan. She plays mom Joyce Byers on the Netflix series Stranger Things. Winona Ryder. That is correct. Winona Ryder. Very good. Laurie, NPR's Susan Stamberg famously went into a closet and chewed this mint flavor of Lifesavers to confirm that they create sparks. Wintergreen. Will accept Wintergreen or Wint-O-Green. Evan, urban legend says these snack foods have an indefinite shelf life. Hostess says they have a shelf life of 45 days. Twinkies. Twinkies is right. Laurie. Lori. She controversially played the ancient one in the Marvel movie, Doctor Strange. Tilda Swinton. That's right, Tilda Swinton. Evan, a young Leonardo DiCaprio appeared in the final season of this 1980s sitcom about the Seaver family. Uh-huh. Three seconds. That was Growing Pains. Lori, mobile home company headquartered in Farth City, Iowa. Windstream? Windstream is incorrect. It was Winnebago we were oh. looking for. Evan, American rapper behind the single Pony. He's also the spokesman for a vodka beverage called Adult Chocolate Milk.
0: <sighs> I don't know.
4: We're uh, looking for genuine. Genuine. We are at the halfway point. Lori is in the lead three to two. And Lori, it's your turn. This DJ Khaled song has a German version called Ich kann nur gewinnen. I can't win. No, it's all I do is win. (laughs) I can't. It was worth a shot. Worth a stab. Evan, appliance made by Bernina, brother, and singer.
0: Sewing... Machine?
4: Yes, sewing machine. Pulled it out. Nicely done. Laurie, Vogue Editor-in-Chief at the center of the documentary, The September Issue. Anna Wintour. That's correct. Evan, the color with Pantone code 173932. It shares its name with a plant that has a small bluish flower. Three seconds. No. (laughs) We were looking for Periwinkle. Laurie, the American novelist who wrote The Fire Next Time, Go Tell It on the Mountain, and Giovanni's Room. Three seconds. I don't have it. But... It's James Baldwin. Oh. Evan, author who wrote biographies of the Roosevelts, Kennedys, and Abraham Lincoln. Three seconds. That's Doris Kearns Goodwin. All right, the score is four to three. We each have one question left. Lori, if you get this question right, you win. Major League Baseball team that plays at Target Field in Minneapolis. The Twins. That is correct. (laughs) Unbelievable.
1: Thank you so much, Evan. Lori, congratulations. You're our big winner, and that's our show. Ask Me Another's puzzle guru is John Chinesky. Hey, my name out of grams to Oh Heck Ninjas. Our housed musician is Jonathan Colton. Thou jolta cannon. Our puzzles were written by Eric Feinstein, Mike Nagel, Scott Ross, and senior writers Kyle Beakley and Karen Lurie. Our senior supervising producer is Art Chung. Ask Me Another's produced by Mike Katzoff, Travis Larchuk, Julia Melfi, Denny Shin, Ramel Wood, and our intern Toya Singh, along with Steve Nelson and Anya Grunman. We are recorded by Damon Whittemore, Richie Clark, and Dave David Ask Me Another was created by Eric Newsom and Jesse Baker. We'd like to thank our home in Brooklyn, New York, The Bell House. Hot Heel Blues. And our production partner, WNYC. I'm Horite Begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. <laughs> Hey, it's Sophia Eisenberg here. Now I know if you made it to this point in the podcast, you are a fan of our show. Thank you so much. So why don't you do us a favor and rate us on iTunes? Or better yet, leave us a review. Your support helps other people find our podcast. Thank you. Next time on Ask Me Another, stand-up comedian Kathleen Madigan blesses the Bell House stage to talk about her new Netflix special, Bothering Jesus. Plus, we take a trip to the complaint department to correct some of our blunders and plain old mistakes in a game like no other. So join me, Ophira Eisenberg, for NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and Trivia.